Hello and welcome to the Blue Pea Leader podcast. And I'm your host and the founder of Blue Pea Pod, Ruth Sanderson. If you want to become a leader of an organization where people feel alive and fully contribute, one that really understands who you are, lets you contribute your talents, live your purpose and make a difference. Listen in now as we share the latest practical ideas and techniques to experience authentic success through leadership. This is Ruth Sanderson from Blue Peapod. And in this podcast, I want to talk about what if you're not prepared to get it wrong? Which might seem a little odd, but I do see at times people go through a stage where they just don't want to get it wrong. And yet, if we have this fear that we don't want to get it wrong, we will never create anything new. We won't improve our decision-making skills, we won't push our mental boundaries, and we won't inspire others. So, confession thing, I do dislike getting things wrong, making mistakes, totally screwing things up at times, uh, more so when these things really matter to me. And I really have to watch out for this, because... There are moments when I'm aware that I'm making the choice to stay safe and play small. And it's not even about doing that and getting it right. The crazy thing is, I know that I learn more, faster, when I'm not quite getting it right. When I'm experimenting and testing hypotheses, tools, techniques or ideas... Actually, when I'm experimenting and testing, I'm fine with errors and mistakes and things not working out first time or even the fifth time, as long as each time I'm incorporating the feedback and data into my next interaction and attempt. But I've noticed that sometimes my mindset isn't so experimental. Sometimes my demands on myself leave no room for error and then I'm not performing at my best. I might think I am, but I aren't. Sometimes it's easier to see the truth of this in others than ourselves. There is a programme that I run in which leaders set themselves goals they will achieve by the end of the week. What's more, they're going to be appraised of their performance that week. Now, they do have some appreciation of the material they will be learning but obviously don't know everything, because if they did, why would they be there? So, two goals related to the course fulfilled by the end of the week. And the fun begins, because some set passive goals. I will understand collaborative leadership. Mm, All right. Some set comfortable goals. They know that they can do it. They just want others to confirm they can. Some set goals with a very predefined stretch in there, but they think they can do it. So I will successfully practice giving difficult developmental feedback to one person. And others go, here's my goal, and as of now, I have got no idea how I'll do it, or if I'll hit the success criteria I've picked, but I'm going to do it. What's different is for some, the score at the end of the week matters. So they set goals they believe will allow them to get the score. 
Usually they want to exceed, so they've held back on the goal so they can hopefully impress their peers. Those who set stretching goals are more focused on learning, improving and being a better leader back in their team or department. They're seeking to learn from others and not just theoretically do something conceptual. At the end, it's not about the score, and they kind of sometimes get that realisation at the end. It's not about the score, it's about what they got from the week. You hear less excuses as they go through the course. They're also, well, the ones that really set the stretching goals not knowing how they were going to do it were also the participants who tended to come to me in breaks and at lunch to ask questions I'd hear them run ideas past uh, other people or myself. They'd ask for feedback, observations. They were richly seeking to practice and learn. And at the end, I've never had anyone who stretched themselves and was prepared to make mistakes say they wish they'd set smaller goals. But I have seen several who wish they'd put more skin in the game. Even though they were offered those opportunities along the way, At those choice points, getting it right was more important than getting the learnings that were on offer. And that is one of the learnings I reflect back to them. What you did this week, what's your version of that back in the workplace? Because I think it's how often do you operate to be right rather than operate for results? In other words, are you putting the cart before the horse? Is my thinking, what's my desired results right now? What do I need to do, know, prepare, and then move into action? Or is my thinking, I want to be right here. I want to get it right. So given what I know and can do, what action will I take? Results don't necessarily tend to feature. Now, in reality, we do both. Our development and growth is becoming more aware of which one we are doing and under what circumstances. Then we can spot our habits and patterns. Now, if we've had a series of knocks, it's easy to seek being right or getting it right because our confidence needs a boost. And of course, there are other ways we could do this. Increasing our resilience being just one. When that's stronger, we're more inclined to be okay with errors and pushing the boundaries. Until next time, go and experiment a bit more. <laughs>